0: NBA podcast, your boy Samuel here. I don't know about y'all, but I've been watching some baseball. That game was over. And not even not even before not even before, not even at halftime it was over. It was it was over like a couple minutes into the second quarter. That's when game was done. And that's when I was like, yeah, this is over. Um your Los Angeles Lakers. Our champions! Shout out to LeBron, the HGH King. That was a joke, by the way, for anyone that doesn't know. But um, yeah, shout out to him. Fourth, fourth ring, fourth final MVP, three on um, three different teams. Um, we're we're we already know the resume, whatnot. No need to dive too deep into that. Shout out to um. Dwight got his first ring. Anyone who had any stipulations or had any problems with his Hall of Fame resume, I think it's solidified now. I think that's safe to say. Um, shout out Kuzma. Get your plane ticket ready for your next city because you're going to be out of here. Um, who else going to be out of here? I assume everybody who else was on one-year deals is gone. Um, Danny Green, you out of there. Um, also on Danny Green, you Lakers fans who are sending death threats, you guys are weirdos. Also, you LeBron fans who are sending death threats, because I know it's both of y'all fan bases. Weirdos. Weirdos. That ain't cool, man. This is basketball. Ain't that deep. Go put your efforts into something else that will benefit you. Um, who else to give a shout out to? Shout out AD. Congrats to AD. I know no one else is going to say congrats to AD. Only person I've seen say it was du- um Dwayne Wade, fellow Chicagoan between the two of them. But yeah, shout out AD. I mean, you know, even though he strong armed his way to the Lakers via clutch, because, you know, how, they, how them, boys, them boys roll over there. Um, yeah, but, you know, shout out to him. He did his thing, performed really well, had a superb run. I don't want anyone taking this run out of context, though, in trying to put him as top two, top three players in the league. Whoa, let's let's slow down. We have we had quite a few of talented guys that were out this year. So let's slow down on that that front. Um, do I think he's, like, close to top five, AD? Yeah. My top five right now would probably be, um, Braun, Steph, KD, Kawhi. And then it's between, like, Harden, AD, Giannis, and, like, another person for that fifth spot. So, let's just, let's just slow down. Let's just slow down. I know everything is really fresh on everybody's minds. You know, recency bias can be one hell of a drug that everybody's getting high on right now. But um, yeah, let's let's just slow down. Let's remember what people have done in their careers and whatnot, and wh- how they've established themselves. And let's just let's just relax. But hell, of a run by the Lakers. Hell, of a run by LeBron. You know, they did it for Kobe as every sports outlet on sports media outlet has let us know every minute of every day. But yeah, um, they did it for Kobe. They also did it for themselves. They wanted to win this championship for themselves, of course. Um, But also shout out to the Miami heat on the other side. I think as a Knicks fan, I'm not supposed to like the Heat, but I can't help but not like this team because they were extremely likable. I mean, I had them as a sleeper pick to get out of the East since what was it February now, and to see it come to fruition, it's like, yo, like I really picked this team to come out of the out of the East, and they did it. And you know, they beat a lot of talent. They beat two of the talent, most talented teams in the East, I think on their way here and they did their thing. So shout out to them. Shout out Jimmy Butler. Put on a heck of a performance, really elevated his status in the league, especially to, to casuals, more casual fans. They, they will know the name of Jimmy Butler now if they didn't before, or if they thought something of him before, which we also need to speak on because he's got, he's gotten a bad rap, especially when you see the stories of what happened in Philly and I think this day or yesterday was the two year anniversary of Jimmy Butler taking the third stringers and beating the Timberwolves starters. So, you know, all these stories that have come out over the years, it's pretty, pretty remarkable to see how, where it's led Jimmy up to now. And I I know those fan bases, they're probably sick. Those front offices, they probably sick, but Hey, I mean, you had him in your building and, you know, it just, it just wasn't a fit. And, you know, it sucks when you have someone in your building. Cause you know, I, as a Knicks fan, we haven't had anybody in our building that, I mean, that has gone on to like do some remarkable things past us. So, you know can't say the same. Um shout out to Goran Dragić for trying to play on the the torn plantar fascia, I believe it is, on the bottom of his foot. I know he tried to give it a go, I think before game 4 or game 5 it was. I think it was game 4. Game 4 I think it was. But yeah, he tried to give it a go. He wasn't feeling 100% and you know, He came out today, and it looked like he was able to deal with the pain a bit more. And shout out to him because he didn't have to. I mean, they said it wasn't going to get any worse from him playing, but he didn't have to. He could have just sat out and stayed on the sidelines, but he didn't. He wanted to give it a go. He wanted to see if he could help his team force a game seven. And I thought that was a possibility as well. But the way Miami Heat came out this game, it was like they were extremely... I think they were just gassed at this point because they put so much effort into that last win. It was just like, if they have anything left, it, it would be remarkable to see. But they didn't have anything left. Miami took advantage of it. They smelled the blood in the water. They took advantage of them. And that's just the way it crumbled. Um, I do believe this loss will make the Heat stronger, though. Bam will definitely come out of this stronger. He didn't even look himself in the games that he played this series. He couldn't catch the ball, he couldn't finish at the rim. I mean, it just looked bad for him and the, you you have you kind of have no choice but to play him out there because he still offers something like I said last episode about him being able to play make him being able to do something defensively as well. um as we saw the last game, like he was really key in why Duncan Robinson was playing really well. But he will definitely be better next year. He'll be healthier, of course, but he'll definitely be better skill-wise as well, I believe. Um, Tyler Hero, he'll also grow from this. He looked really, really bad this series. Really bad. And especially the last couple games, he looked bad. It wasn't it wasn't some good Tyler Hero games. And I think it had to do with um Alice Caruso just putting some pressure on him, which was the change that Frank Vogel I think had in his back pocket that he finally revealed for this game. He just wanted to finish things and they switched out Caruso for Dwight Howard. And it was key because if you weren't paying attention, Dwight Howard was being hunted regularly on defense on the perimeter and pick and roll situations with Jimmy Butler when Anthony Davis was guarding him and the, the, the Miami heat would take advantage of that. And also on offense for the Lakers, Dwight Howard was shrinking the floor. He was making it easier to to guard them. um, He's clogging up the paint. I mean, it just wasn't working, and a lot of people were wondering why is why is Vogel keep starting him and whatnot. But you know, Vogel kept this move for his last his last play, and it worked. And the Lakers came out defensively. Anthony Davis made sure to stop anything at the rim. I think Anthony Davis should embrace playing the five more. I know he he's not really comfortable with it because he doesn't like playing the five, but. It works. It works. As much as he doesn't like it, it works. And it works really well. Um, Caruso was able to be out there defensively on the perimeter and bother um, guys like Tyler Hero. And you had Braun just get into the paint at will because there wasn't Dwight Howard to clog up the paint, and the Lakers just went to the paint at will. You so saw guys like Rondo getting in there, cutting it up. Um, He did his thing this game, really showed out. I mean, he was struggling as well this this series and he showed up this this game KCP another laker that um that has been playing well honestly this whole majority of the playoffs and a lot of this series he's been playing really well so it's not really a surprise that he showed up this game but yeah he he stepped it up especially in that second quarter where they just launched an avalanche onto the um Miami Heat but, yeah, like I said, at, at that point, I knew that from the second quarter, I knew the game was over. And no matter what, that the Lakers had this in the bag. So, shout out to them. Um, with Miami, I feel like this will be this – this whole playoff run has been an excellent presentation to free agents for them to be like, hey, this is why you should join the Miami Heat. I do expect the Miami Heat to be probably searching for – one-year deals mainly because they want to keep that cap flexibility for the summer of 2021 when Giannis is going to probably be a free agent, assuming that he doesn't sign the Supermax, which if I'm Giannis, I don't. I put pressure on Milwaukee to make the roster better, but they don't want to, but that's another conversation for another time. But if Giannis does not sign the Supermax, expect Miami Heat to be one of the top places for Giannis to go and this playoff run just showed perfectly why the fit with bam is a little bit eh, because you know they both don't have jumpers but defensively as a front court clamps clamps so yeah um that's going to be interesting we'll see what Miami does to improve their roster going forward a lot of moving parts you got Gordon Dragic he's a free agent um, and it's going to be interested to see what they do with their draft pick. Because the East next year is probably going to be a bit more competitive with the Nets coming back with KD and Kyrie. You assume some other teams will also make a step up as well. But expect Miami to be really still up there along with the elites of the east and now that they've had a a full year together expect them to be much better than they were in the regular season next year than they are this than they were this year a lot of people are wondering how many titles can this duo of lebron and ad win some things you got to put into perspective i think is timetables or the timelines I mean timeline that LeBron is on timeline that Anthony Davis is on very interesting paths a lot of people say LeBron can go on for about five more years maybe I think that depends on him as a person if it doesn't come down to health with those HGA shakes but We'll see. I say this is the only one they get because I feel like so many factors play into why I say that. One reason is the boys in the Bay that everybody's been disrespecting this year. They coming back. There's a lot of moving parts with the Warriors as with their how they're going to fill out their roster with they have a trade exception of 17 million dollars they can accept back and trade they have a mid-level exception they have the number 2 pick in the draft they can use that to tr- um get some pieces a lot of moving parts easily can be in title contention again next season um you got a lot of young teams on the rise Dallas KP and Luka, I know KP recently had meniscus surgery. They're going to have free agent. They're going to have um cap space in 2021 as well. So look to them as another Giannis spot. And if Giannis goes there, that's it. Like, that's it. What else we got to consider? Phoenix. Phoenix, they finished off the bubble really strong, 8-0. They weren't really healthy throughout the whole entire year. And look to them to see what they do with their pick as well as what they do with the rest of their roster. Because I think they do have a bit of cap room, so they do have some flexibility of what they can do with their roster. But it's going to be very, very interesting to see how Phoenix improves on this season and what they do next season, especially when they're fully healthy. And we also got to put it in perspective, DeAndre Ayton wasn't there for 25 games. He was suspended. So there's that also. Another young team, Pelicans. I know they kind of disappointed everybody towards the end of the year with them not making the playoffs, especially with the way the NBA made their schedule centered around them. Also, look to them to be better. Timberwolves will be better. I don't know about how much, but they'll be better. I don't know if they'll make the playoffs better, but they'll be better kings mm, i don't know depends on what happens with buddy healed we'll see what happens with him all in all what i'm saying teams will be better next year the clippers they will not i doubt personally i doubt that they'll crumble again with a different head coach some other roster moves to be announced probably who knows when Whenever free agency starts but also look to the clippers to be right back where they are where they were this year um who else Houston to be determined about what happens with their roster there there's a lot of moving parts in the west a lot of moving parts to, to to say that AD and LeBron are just going to run through the west every year and just do as they please oh how can i forget the nuggets the nuggets I mean, the Nuggets are going to be on the rise for the next couple of years. How could I, how could I disrespect and forget them? What's wrong with me? But yeah, all in all, what I'm trying to say is the West won't be a cakewalk every year. It's not going to be a cakewalk next week, next year. Um, There's not going to be no super teams. None of that. It's just a lot of, lot of good and great basketball teams in the West. And hey, maybe the Lakers proved me wrong. I don't know, but it's so dumb and irrational to say that they'll just run through the the west next year again and they'll just be some dominant duo for all of time because that's that's just not going to be the case also another factor or did i already speak on all the factors i think i did um yeah there's just a lot of moving parts in the west and you just never know what free agency is going to do i mean. I doubt LeBron goes to another team after the Lakers. Who who knows? Um, who knows if AD leaves this offseason? That would be very interesting. There's a lot of interesting options out there. I don't know if he can sign with Chicago. I don't know how much they have in cap space. But New York, you know, Leon Rose, he has, he has his boy that was um training him in Kentucky on the on on the Knicks. So. I'm not saying, anyone who's listening out there, I'm not saying that he's going to sign with the Knicks. I highly, highly doubt it. I doubt that he is going to lose, to leave the Lakers in general. If he does, that would be a huge surprise. But you never know in today's NBA. But also, I just highly doubt that. Um, but yeah, so many... Variables when it comes to these players, teams, etc., you just never know. Um, so yeah, like I said, I say this is the only one they get for right now. Maybe they prove me wrong. I don't know. I don't, I'm hoping my boys in Golden State get them. Steph, Steph, and Clay. Hope my guys get another one, but yeah. Um, one thing I am slightly upset about with this championship is my boy Mello. My boy Mello should have got should have been on this Lakers team. I personally think I have been advocating since the day Jared Dudley was signed that that was supposed to be Mello's spot. Shout out Jared Dudley, he got a ring. I know he's been around the block a couple times, you know being a key vet in team locker rooms and whatnot and instilling some toughness in them like we saw with Brooklyn last year. Uh, but yeah, you know, I feel like my boy mello has been left out to dry. Bronze's boy. And that spot was for him. We'll see what happens next year where Mello's at. I don't know. I feel like this was Mello's ring to get. Um, also, if you're being weird on Twitter, stop. It's not cool. Let just let just ev- just everyone just can we enjoy this championship and not be weird about it, please? Like, I don't want to see no more goat debates. Those are old and washed. Like, come on. Like, whoever's your goat is your goat. It don't matter. Like, you're not going to change anybody's mind. I promise you that whoever someone has as their goat, it's going to be their goat forever. You're not going to change their mind. There's no point in doing the stupid argument anymore. Um, what else? Um, I don't even know. Just let people enjoy what they want to enjoy with this championship. Just don't be weird about it. Um, it's been a long NBA season. Shout out Adam Silver for, um, getting this done. No, not one positive case within the players and their, and their personnel. Um, Shout out to them for putting on this thing and allowing for the NBA to come back and for all of us to enjoy it. Um, There was some doubts at first, but, you know, we got through it. It's been one long NBA season, almost a year to the date, by a couple weeks. Um, We are headed into draft season, so I may have some content coming up with that. Might have some guests on the pod. I don't know, draft is November eighteenth, so I may have some stuff on the pod draft related in the next couple weeks. Gonna take a break for a bit though. It's been a long season. Been grinding out these episodes every couple days and so now, so for the last couple weeks. So shout out the Lakers once again on an incredible season. Shout out LeBron. People always get on me sometimes for not giving him his praise or whatever. You know, I'm just, I think I'm just honest. That's what it is. And I can be a bit objective sometimes. That's it for today's episode. Make sure you leave a rating. Check us out in the links in the description, show notes, etc., And we will be back, or I'll be back in a couple weeks. Enjoy the offseason, everyone.